Podcast number it is kind of lost it's track. Like Thirty-eight to thirty-nine. Thirty-eight. We've had a little gap, but we're this is a special one. This is great. This is uh, live from the banks of the Delaware River. Soaring Eagle Campgrounds in I don't think it's Equinung, PA. I think it's Stalker. Stalker, PA. Stalker, PA. And uh, and Howie and I just decided we're going to do a one one night quick trip before the summer's over. Before I'm off to Hawaii. On a Tuesday? It's a Tuesday, right? <laughs> Which it's is beautiful like, here. It's like the best day of the week to sort of get away, isn't it's it? It's quiet. Monday, I feels better. It's a dead day. Yeah. No, it's dead. But Tuesday is like the, the least expected day to go away is Tuesday, I think. Right, because if you've come back from Monday, you're going to do Tuesday right. and Wednesday and make it to the weekend. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So it's beautiful to be here. There's a little Elvis Costello playing live in the background. I hope you enjoy that. hope Elvis Costello does. Very, very suego. And, uh, yeah, Alan's leaving for Hawaii, so, uh, like, in a, a week from Thursday? A week from Thursday, we fly to Hawaii. I'll be back and forth a little bit, but that's going to be our primary residence for the next six months. So, you know, this is, uh, you know, we're sort of going back to the old days, where it's like Bridgewater in New Jersey and, and Roslyn, Long Island. That were right not real well. Except, except that, you know, it's funny, like, that, that amount of distance at that age is almost as great as Hawaii and New York. Right, because you didn't have a car. Right, yeah, right. yeah, no, it was like it's going to take six hours to get there on the train. Right, and now there's FaceTime, and, yeah. you know, we got our, um, no, we're not going to be FaceTiming each other, but we have our, uh, what's the thing that we use for our, our podcasts? The, Skype. Uh, Skype. So, we which that. we're going to continue. The, Absolutely. I would actually make the argument that 
my moving away is going to motivate more podcasts. So you, the Swingles Fatono uh, audience, are, are the are beneficiary, beneficiary right, from, from this <laughs> of move. my move. And, and thank you notes can be sent to Alan. So while I'm sitting on the beach in the beautiful sun looking at the rainbows, well, I guess there won't be sun and rainbows, but... You never know. I, I, well, you are, actually. There are sun and rainbows, yeah. And some lava. Looking forward to it. Cindy's family's from there. Mm-hmm. It's got mom there, sister there, some friends there. And, oh, another huge, the bigger news is the birth of Reese Harrison Perlstein. He is eight weeks and one day old. Yes. He's a handsome, sweet, adorable little boy. And his niece, his cousin, rather, is going to be is in Hawaii, so he'll have her, who she's only like 11 months or so a year. Do you think he'll hear this podcast, like at some point in time, like this, like what you just said, do you think he'll at like, when he's 20, will hear that? Like it not, depends. not that exact age, but you know what I mean, like, it like depends. After, after he's 15. I think that it depends what else, if we don't put anything else out there, mm-hmm. you know, that would supplant it, meaning, you know, all of a sudden, you know, video stories become the big thing and we start doing them or something. We're really getting fancy. No, no, but we're not, you know, if we started doing those, maybe he'd opt to see those, but I think this is going to be our... My father did a podcast and I would would go for like the one that was like the next one after I was born, see what he had to say. Oh, yeah. Let me check out my dad's August 1964 podcast. Right after I was born. (laughs) Two months later. Yeah, I'm so happy. He's a beautiful little boy. Very excited. Yeah, and, and, and can I say something, by the way? Not to take attention away from Reese, but this tastes a lot Pretty like good. Jameson. Let me taste. We ran into some whiskey issues. Alan and I are Jameson drinkers. And um, Calicoon, what is it, Calicoon Liquor? So he sent me wine. off to the liquor store. You know, the local one here. Local one in Calicoon. And I walked in, and honestly, it looked like there was like 20 total bottles out. I'm like, do you have Jameson? She's like, no, we're getting it on Thursday. She's like, we were literally just reopened this morning. From what? From being closed. For what? And honestly, there were no choices of anything you knew. If it was a name that you knew, like they had like, uh, they had Jack Daniels, but it was like Jack Daniels with some cinnamon in it. Oh, really? Yeah. I know. All, I'm like, all those, like, oh my God, what? what is this? Yeah, like Apple Jack. So we finally <laughs> ended up with, at the, well then I went to buy one of the overpriced, some Jack Daniels special. But she couldn't take a credit card because her credit card machine wasn't working yet. Listen, she just opened. So I went to, opted for Old Crow. Dr. James Crow, Old Crow, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I don't know why I said Canada. Kentucky Straight Bourbon. It's pretty good, though. Jimmy C, baby. James Crow. It was $8. I was going to buy two of these, but she only had, she didn't have change of 100 so... She's gonna have a tough time doing business today. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna we're gonna have to like just stop somewhere else, I guess, on the way up, you know, to like. Yeah, well. I was thinking, like, I stopped at Walmart because. Uh, they have liquor, right? Um, I don't know if they have liquor, but there's a liquor store close by. Okay. What was that town? Like Wall Wallkill? Yeah, where there's the mall. Yeah, I've got there's, all... there's a whole there's, like everything's there. Did so you I... stop right after the like right after you got on to uh, 17? No, no, I did that last time, and this is a better on on. Further up, we're on the right up. side. There's that mall yeah, on the right. Exactly. Yeah. You'll see like. Target to your right, and then like Walmart comes up on the left, and it's like every store, Staples is there, so every store imaginable. So um, I called Alan on our, our way. We took our car separately and asked him if he had taken a bathing suit and a Which towel because I, I hadn't. And I was like, shit, you know, it's beautiful out. Maybe I should stop up and get a uh, bathing suit and a towel. And uh, did that, and I was like, you know, we should do our food shopping at Walmart. Like, probably, but you know what? Then I was like, Pex no, is a the tradition. Pex, the Pex thing is so. Pex is integral to every trip we do up here. It really is, because it's 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 the connection now. Swiggle might not be here, 
But Pex is. Pex is always. Like Pex is a constant. I doubt the Galilee General Store is still there, right? Because Shecton General Store is definitely uh, I doubt Galilee is there. Galilee, right? Can you imagine? You walk in, that guy, the hunchback still there, and the flypaper. Flypaper. Th- he's got those fucking, like, like uh, twirly sticks. Uh, those were the days, Moai. Those were the days. Those were the days, man. They were. Like, even, like, listen to our music, like, uh, you know, because there's certain music that I, obviously I still love, but, like... You know, if I listen to Elvis Costello, clearly it, you know, it brings me back to like, you know, camp. Where does this bring you back to? Camp? This brings me back to really first year of college. Yeah, a little bit of college too, but like, more you college, because my guys weren't really that into Elvis Costello, you know? Um, you had more of like a population that was also into him, you know? I remember I came out to visit you at IU freshman year. Freshman year for Little yeah, Five. Sophomore, sophomore year? year. Sophomore, year. Yeah. sophomore year for Little Five. And we took something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Vitamin C, man. It was something that was altering. <laughs> I just remember listening. I just remember listening to Elvis Costello to uh, to one of his albums on the ride, like in the car to get to you oh, really? from the airport. Yeah, it was I very, remember that day. Saying, very distinct. Saying, How great is this song? Like just crazy loud. And I played um, "What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding," and it was just like, oh, and you and and you got it too. You were like, oh my God, you're right. This is this is fucking great. I mean, like, like eardrum busting. The first few Elvis albums are just as we were just discussing are insanely good. What what you hear in the background is a live at the Macumbo or something like that. So, um, but it's basically I guess a live concert from like 1981. So it's like it's it's nothing. It's totally right. Stuff. You didn't have anything else. It's a shame, right? Like artists and Elvis Costello is actually on record as saying like. It sucks because you have like 20 years to write your first album and then six months to write your second. But but a lot of times the first one is the best in the sense that it's just because it's the first introduction to a style. But you, Imperial Bedroom, you could argue, is Elvis's best album. It was the time I thought that. It was like, wow. I less now, though. Hands. It was a little, it was more of like the Beatles going to like their advanced Sergeant stuff. Pepper, yeah. Right? Exactly right. But now that I think about it, I actually, if you, I do listen to Imperial Bedroom, but the first two or three albums... I know they're all great, sickly good, and even even like the fourth one, the one that's like every song is like a minute forty five seconds. Trust? Uh, no, not trust. Um, maybe that's it. It's got. It's, it's, it's kind of like trust. it's got it's like. Have to trust. I think when we're standing. Oh, uh, uh, we don't go to Chelsea's on it. And no, no, no. It's uh, uh, I can't stand up. Uh, for falling, falling down, down. Is on it. But like every song is like less than two minutes. And yeah, like uh, get songs. happy. Get, get happy, happy. Get yeah, happy. Yeah. Like that's a great album. Like it that's is. Just, every song. Every it was song like, is like, it was like 38 songs. I know, but it's so <laughs> short. You like get into it. It's like oh, it's over. All right. So I got that. Cindy told me that he lives around the corner from me in the village. I've never seen him ever. No. He's the type of guy though. You could probably walk by him and you wouldn't know it's him. Right? You think? Probably, I think yeah. I'd notice. Uh, he probably disguises himself a little. Now. I, like I mean, not I said, like he's putting on a fake mustache or anything, but you know. You don't think he's putting a Groucho thing on? Yeah, I suck at that shit, man. Like. Recognizing Every, people? I mean, I don't recognize anybody. Well, I told you the other night we were at a restaurant and James Spader was there. Mm. And Cindy's like elbowing me. I'm like, what? She texts me. You know, it's like, as if the person doesn't see you texting and then you read the text. Oh, it's that's like, her, that was her move? She texted, she texted right through, next like, to me. Right. It's James Spader. Oh, okay. I'm like, oh, yeah, it is James Spader. So how'd you guys break into like a little conversation? James went to the bathroom. Oh, shit. And his wife, uh, partner, who they have a child together. Oh, his partner? So a woman. Won't buy a ring? You know, he's, he was married. He, I, no, I didn't get into that with him. Uh, she just was friendly, and she overheard us talking to the chef mm-hmm. about how we're going so to she Hawaii. She said something, oh, and James then... Spader's partner's chiming yeah, in on your conversation. Friendly. She's friendly. Yeah. We had a good talk with them. Nice right. people. Nice yeah. people. What would you find out about James that, that wouldn't embarrass him on the ski slope? 
because uh, we, we still hold, hold out hope that he's going to come on as a guest. It was more superficial about the kind of restaurants he liked and mm -hmm. where they're living now and stuff like what school their kids are going to. Well, and, basic, basic. Yeah, it wasn't like we, we didn't get into any discussions about the, the world. I'll tell you, man, that, the school conversation, that's like, that's a constant. Like what whether school it's your colleges kids go to? or private school, like well, it is in like our, in our neck of the like it's it's so that's like it used to be golf and now it's all about like schools and it's like who cares like it's, oh, yeah. you go golf's more yeah. interesting to me. <laughs> I know, and it's like uh, you know whatever. The other day we had a little speaking of schools this all, so we had a little scare. Cindy, um, she just couldn't get rid of her fever. Long story short, she had the fever. She was She's hot. Not. She is hot. Could not be stopped. Long story short, is she had to get her appendix removed, and she's fine. But we show up at the do at the emergency room. The doctor comes in to look at her, and she's in this sweatshirt. And she turns around and walks out, and the sweatshirt is from this campground that we are at right now. And I'm like soaring eagle, like I was like. I no longer cared about Cindy's right, Cindy's right, ailment. Right, right, right. <laughs> Wait, right, come right, here! Right. I didn't know Soaring Eagle. <laughs> and, and literally, right? We were just like gearing up. We had chosen that day, like to come here today. And it was like it's just. I, I tell you, man. I, the more I live, the more I realize, like the universe just fucking winks at you sometimes, and a lot more. Thank you. Don't think it's just randomness. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And I think once you make the leap to say it's not randomness. That there's a causality beyond the physical. It's it, everything is. It, you it have makes to accept, life so much more amazing. You have to accept. It's like religion. You have to accept it, it blindly. But this is experiential. This is like that shit's happening. Like that happened. You know. So it's not like, you know, um, you know. I did the prayers over the candles and all of a sudden, like yeah, if there was some correlation. But stuff. they're supposed to happen when you have enough opportunity. Disagree. It happened now, right on the verge of us coming up here. It, 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 those things happen too often because yes if it happened once in your life right no 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 I don't see alright I got in a cab mm -hmm. a year ago a day later I got in another cab it was the exact same cab driver okay okay so what's the chances of that huge it's one out of like 16,000 it's not it's more than that because it's huge there's like that many on the road or whatever it is did you explore that at all because here's my thing like if that had happened to me I would then be okay there's a meaning to this like would attach meaning to it and then maybe start up a conversation with the driver? No. I just accepted that if that if a million people do enter cabs, a million people rides enter cabs, that it's going to happen X amount of times and that it's just a random amount that it happens. Nah, I don't know. I'm not into it, man. I'll tell you, the, the thing that really convinced me of this was, um, and if I talked about it on a prior podcast, I'm sorry. I don't think anyone remembers. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter, right? Like when my dad died, um, the song Cats in the Cradle okay. came on the radio like like three times, right? Like after he had died and before his um, funeral. So what's this? And, and we buried pretty quickly. So we're talking like three or four days, right? right? So it came on like literally two or three times to the point where going to my father's house with my rabbi at the time in my car, we're driving, I'm on the Cross Island Expressway, and I'm asking him, I'm like, I've heard the song two or three times. Like, it's crazy, right? Do you attach any meaning to it? And I forget what our conversation really led to, but it's just a measuring point because I don't. He didn't say anything significant about it. But then, like the next day was the funeral, so I'm driving him out there to like sort of go through what what's done. The next day, I get in my car in my garage, right? Turn the car on. Don't even have to turn the radio on. And say to Sue before I turn the car on, I go, "Watch, Cats in the Cradle is going to be on." It's a weird song to be coming up. <laughs> it's a weird song to be coming, and then to call it out on my way to my father's funeral, and it mm -hmm. comes on the radio, and like, thank God Sue was there to be like, "Oh my God!" To, to 
witness that too. Otherwise, I'd be like, did that really happen? I'd, I'd, I'd almost question myself. So after that, and, and listen, not that the, 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 I attach such meaning to cats in the crib with me and my dad, but on the other hand, it is, if you had to ask people like, what, what's the name father, of father-son son song, song, that would be the song. So from my perspective, it's like, sorry, that's beyond coincidence. That is just fucking, here's, here's a big wink and, and start, start realizing that we wink at you a lot why more. Why would that be the manifestation, a wink like that? <laughs> like, why wouldn't they just go, Howie, here's the album. <laughs> Listen to it. Like, like just like, what's It doesn't what's work that, that way. Uh, it's got to work its way in the physical world rule set. And it's just the universe winking at you. It is. It's, it's you're tapping into a causality, correlational thing that's beyond our sensory perception. And it exists. And, and I think the more you appreciate it, the more it occurs. Ultimately, I'm a, I'm a big believer that, I mean, my idea of religion and of God is that there's clearly something bigger than this that we don't understand I mean, and to, are incapable to, of understanding. I mean, to not get to that point, you're so, an idiot. If you don't get to that point. <laughs> well, you know, I, I often wonder if when people grasp religion, is that, are they, are, are they getting to that point? No, they're, they're accepting a, a set of rules that men made up. Well, they're, around they're, it and I don't know how you could say that you're accepting that there's something bigger that you don't understand that to me is the key oh, is I that it's outside saying. of our comprehension okay. whatever this it's not meant to be understood in terms of how we think mm-hmm. and so when you say if, you, if I accept that will I accept that there are things that would happen that I can't explain through logic like randomness of what you're saying mm-hmm. versus it being an actual something more than that right of course, I'll, I, I accept that things like that can happen. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to accept any, any single thing just when it goes against rational thought. I see, and I, I feel as though, hmm, I'd like to be able to think of an example here because it would be great if I could, but I feel like if you play those winks, if you sort of like here, if you get in that cab driver's mm-hmm. cab with mm-hmm. the guy, and again, this could be random because like, oh, because this happened now, I'm being more friendly. Okay, so what, well, what's talkative. your point though? I is get that, it is that I think good things happen. I think the universe wants good things to happen. Like, ultimately, it's driving you towards, towards good, towards love. And so if you play those clues the right way, and it, it, it's pointing in the right direction. It's like a little tap on the shoulder. I was actually going to Lartuzzi, where I met Cindy. No, that's not true. Well, what, what were you doing? Uh, it, wasn't me- it wasn't memorable. I don't know. All right. This whiskey's pretty good. It's all right, It's man. actually pretty if, sweet. If you told me this was Jameson, I'd be like, Yeah, I believe right. it, too. Since I saw you last, we did a little golf journey, me and my boys. I think I talked, I think we had a podcast between, drank a ton of Jameson. It's good stuff. I love it, man. Irish, not, Irish are a good group of people. They're fun, right? Friendly, fun. Dublin's a fun town. They seem very unselfconscious. All Europeans do. From a golf perspective, what I like about Ireland, <laughs> no, this is relevant to this. Okay. We played the most magnificent golf courses. One of them's considered the top one in the world right now. The members of these courses are the people who live there. Doesn't matter if you're the plumber, you're the the, the janitor at a school, was like the town or you're the lawyer. Yeah, they're the local courses, mm-hmm. and they cost a couple grand to, to join at most, mm-hmm. you know. And it has nothing. It's not a class-based system. Okay. It's so, it's a community-based system. Okay. And I like that. It's like yeah, it's so great. counter to here where. You know, you want to join the right club, you got to have a zillion dollars. Right. Not that there aren't opportunities to play, but right. You can join very you can play few. public courses, right? And there, there are no some more. And there are world-class public courses. I'm not 
Right, but they're not your club. They're not membership. Yeah. It's cool that they're more egalitarian about it. Yeah, it is cool. I, you know, golf to me, you know, I have nothing against it. I, I, and I wish, I, I wish it, it became a bigger part of my life. Not that it's any part of my life at this point. But I, I don't know. I just, it just didn't... Um, completely get I love it, but I completely understand people say they don't. Mm-hmm. You have to have that bug to want to get better at it. Right. And I just enjoy going out and walking through like a beautiful park. Walking five, six miles. No, absolutely. I love that. I and love I think, it. And I think the mental aspect of the game, like these little minute changes in your that's a mental game, physical approach yeah, to the game, right? Yeah. Is like can, can mean make it's everything. And, and, everything. And it's not like oh, and you're constantly on this linear rise of being a better player. I mean, overall you, got, you get oh, better, but, but choppy, can, uh, right? You have to sort of break things back down. It's and, crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's a mental game. Anyway, let's 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 move on to let's venture on. Well, it's such a beautiful day. Oh fuck. These bugs, though. <laughs> this fucking bug bit me. Is that your, Is that the universe winking at me? Um, fucking bug biting me while no, I'm saying it's no, a beautiful that, no, day? that's a bad thing. Because that's, that's not a coincidental thing. I mean, but I think ultimately everything is. a lot of bees is, here. If you look at it deep enough. There's a couple of bees hanging out. It's a little buggy. That's my only that time piece of, of negativity. It's that time of day. It's beautiful, though. It's like, like 80 degrees, sunny. It's fucking gorgeous here, man. And, you know, and it's the Delaware River. It's like this is where we went canoeing. This is, you know, what are we, 20 minutes from Swega? 20 minutes. Right? So, you know, basically we're here. Beautiful. I loved it there, man. That was a you good know, place. It really was. It was part of life that is irreplaceable. It was a, a time in life that, you know, you were at just a certain point where you were, everything was ahead of you. and. Right. Yeah. Right. But... And we, you know, listen, obviously it's the podcast, we've talked about this before, but... Fuck, there's that thing again. God damn it, man. These are our guests. Tonight. Sorry, I'm... Per- yeah. That's all right. It's all right. Now, those, I'll tell you, tents are good. If you keep your tent zipped... Oh, yeah. You don't get bugs. Those no, mesh no. things are so tight. Mm-hmm. And, you, and then you wake up at night and you see all the bugs on oh, it. And I like, they're like, they're trying to I'm get like, it. are they on the outside? And they always and you are. you flick a couple, they always they are. They always, always are. are. And it's so reassuring, because you do. You, you right, you know you're sealed. You know it's a clean seal. And, and when you break that seal, right? Like, even when we got to, like, pump up the air mattresses or go take a leak, it's like, oh. It's pretty good, you though. Want, you want to be very, like, Oh, you're diligent. Yeah. I have like, to say, though, I told you, the like, the bug spray doesn't work. Like, why am I getting <laughs> bitten by these bugs if I put it it's, on? It's, you know what? They've moved beyond the bug spray. They've developed, like, antibodies. Too. So we'll get into this. You know, we have plenty of time today, so we'll dabble into anything. But we are going to have a little political roundtable. Mm. It would be, I don't know if it's going to be happening before the debate. I think after the debate's after a better time debate, to we'll do it. Right. So let's talk a little politics. Well, I right? did. You know, uh, the other day, I was about to say the tide is going to turn. You said to me that day that you think Trump's going to actually accelerate from here. I actually think, and this is purely based on, much of it is based on technical factors, like looking at the charts, so to speak. <laughs> and if you look at the real clear politics average, yeah. this is going to be the third time in a year that he's come up she's come down mm-hmm. and each time they went back out and the and i feel like there's going to be there's no more people to go to trump i feel like anyone who would was willing to go to him is there and interestingly 
the person stealing votes from Hillary Clinton is Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. And there was a rumor Bill Welch said he wants to drop out. Did right. you see that? He, fears that might he does because that's not what he wanted to do. That was in his end game to. Well, dude, you're a third party. Like you're gonna take votes from somebody. Like it's kind of like I, I it guess he wanted a little ridiculous to me. Well, I guess honest. he wanted. I guess in the end he's saying no. I did this because I wanted to shut down Trump. Well, then you should have said that from the get-go. I agree with you. That like, should have been. Yeah, wait, so, you, you know, you, here you are coming up, well, we're not, we're not the same as the other politicians. Well, if that was your real motive, right? Like, like, why is that not part of your your spiel? So I'm a little, I don't know. I, I find it to be bullshit. So you don't Here's the, here, no, I, here's the Yeah, go ahead. I think Trump is getting better at this. I think, because at first he would read off a teleprompter and he sucked. And he, he's gotten better at he's it. He's better. He's still not he's great. Better. And I think since he's put in this new management team, yeah. he's not as outlandish. But he has been again. Like, he gets confident when he goes up know. in the last few days. He's what, been out. Said. He said it was a bomb. Like, he's been was, saying, no, no, that. Ridiculous. Well, do you really want your president doing that? Just being, just being, is, talking before he knows anything? What, what, there's an explosion. He called it a bomb. Like, what if he was wrong? Like, what's the repercussion from that? I think people make up so much mm. bullshit. I don't see. That's I, look, not relevant. I don't think that's a big deal. If that was the one thing he did, I, I, it's meaningless. Right. I agree with you there, but I just think all he cares about is being right. Here's the thing about Trump that makes him in my. This is what is at the core mm-hmm. that makes him unacceptable to me. He has no shame. There's something, there's a reason that you and I, right now on this podcast, that I'm not going to tell a blatant lie. The guy just tells, I mean, just in the same day, contradicts it, just says one thing. Oh, we're not pulling back. Oh, we're pulling back. Just whatever he has to say. He just has a blatant lie. He doesn't care that you can catch it on tape because he has no shame. What stops you and I from lying like that? Is that, oh, if people know, you have shame about what that. What stops Hillary from doing that? Nothing. She does it in a different way. I don't think her core is that I'm going to just make stuff up as I go along. I think she's a liar. I'm not debating that. But I don't think she's a, I don't think at her core, he is a liar at, at his core. That's all I, he does is lie. I think she's more of a liar oh, at I don't her know how core. anyone could say that, Because really? I think he's looking at it as it's all a negotiation. It's all sort of, he's hedging all the time. He's not sincerely saying it where she is. And listen, I, 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 you know, she is in it, right, for the power. He's in it for the ego, you know, and maybe it's a fine yeah. line. But I, Except that she's actually it done ego. it. Except that she's actually done things purely to do it. You may not like what her policies are and all that, but she's she's gone out of her way to try and be a, a person, you know, a politician that's trying to get things done. And do I agree with what she's been done? She's, I don't think she's so. not way off on policy for me. For the, I think she's into it for her personal power. I don't think there's an altruistic bone in her body. I disagree. I think this whole thing over the Clinton Foundation is ridiculous. I mean, the thing does a ton of good. And you can, nobody can show a single... It's just this constant Dude, thing with so, it. That there's so little of the revenue they bring in goes to actual 90-something percent. Work. No, it's not. That's what I saw. 90% goes to actual... Charitable work. I heard it was something like in the 15 to 20 percent. Uh, 90 percent is what I heard. I'd be this. curious to know because I don't like any charity where no, they, they, we're they more than we're more. I saw the opposite that the bulk of it goes towards actual. And then the fact good. that we take solicitations and donations from foreign entities. I mean, yeah. so not, and listen, I'm not even saying like you do, it's not appropriate. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Like that to me. Well, based is like, on that, then how can Trump be our president when he takes money from oligarchs for his private business and criminals? You know what? I almost am like he's doing it as a private citizen. If he does it as a politician for political power, that's not that. That's she's a private citizen with a foundation. No, just like not. he has a foundation. Of State and her husband was the president. Just not like the same. 
It's not. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I draw the line there. I don't I, know I, how I, it's listen, not I'm the not, same. I'm not, I'm not a Trump fan. <laughs> I just don't understand how people can be like, Trump's this, that. I see your fucking Brandeis guys, man, that, 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 that farmy guy. And he's fucking, you know, like, he thinks he's making, stressing his point by cursing. And, and like, and Hillary's cut from the same cloth. Like, I just nah. don't understand how people are like, Trump is this, this, this. But Hillary's like, and, and people will say, well, I don't love her, but. She's the same thing. No, she's not. It's not. You're, you're equivalent. She destroyed I don't emails on the subpoena. First of all, no, again, so you're... Well, she didn't do it. Her people did it. Somebody did it. Did she ask him to do it? Yes. There's probably nothing. How do you know this? You just... you know, she's the one who's ultimately responsible no, for it. No, she's not. If somebody uh, says, I did it... That's like what you said about the Obama thing with the birth. Or a woman writes an editor posts that he was born in Africa in some foreword. Comes on afterwards and says... They did, that was my error. Comes out 25 years later. Because it never came up. But he didn't, Obama... What was he going to do, reprint the book? Guy, you're writing your first book. Here's your, you have a literary agent. In you end. You're just getting towards it. Your literary agent in 1991 doesn't forward you your bio to check out. You're not like, holy shit, let me check out my bio for my literary Maybe agent. Maybe not, I guess. I guess Dude, not. Come on, man. Not come on. The guy was doing a lot of things. I don't see... <laughs> what was see... he doing? He was graduating Harvard Law School. He wasn't doing shit. He's not going to read the bio his literary agent put out for him? And he's not going to correct it? I'm sorry. It's unreasonable. Correct what? If it's printed after he learned about it. It's he. I completely say, disagree hey, with you. They would, they would I, say, you know I what? see the number of errors I see. And said, you know what? This was, this was mistaken. They didn't say that. She was like, oh. I did it. I, I did it. They never told me this. Right. And I'm not even saying. I'm not even saying he was born. So from that, from that, everyone's decided because that existed that they could go after this guy with that yes. he owed them something. He owed his birth. He didn't owe a Donald Trump he or anyone who believes anything, it. But shit. Then, but then don't call me a racist if you're not providing it because, no, because no, you've raised an issue no. about it given the circumstances. It's not, it's not racist of me to then say, hey, wait a second. What is this shit about your literary there's, agent saying you were born in Kenya? It's racist. Oh, how dare you? It's like, racist really? that th there's only one piece of it that's racist. It's big. It's bigotry. The idea of going after someone aggressively—that's unfounded, based on untruths, just based on an opinion being going over the top. And is—is is it in and of itself racist to ask for a uh, for a birth certificate? Of course not. But to single out a human being for no other reason—you can't make any other assumption. No one's ever gone after anyone like that. No one's demanded anyone Why else's birth certificate. Said they were born in another country. Who cares? You, the fact that you think that that's enough that you are that it you're old—it is not enough. It's enough to raise a question. And he said, "No, it isn't. It was printed incorrectly." Why is that not good enough for everybody? Same thing about Donald Trump's taxes. He doesn't have to show his taxes. He could just, you'll take Donald Trump at his word what his taxes say? No, I don't because okay, that's... so there you go. So why is that different than Obama? Because that's not a standard to release your birth oh, certificate. it's not a standard. It's an easy fucking thing to do. And he did it. If anybody called me... And he, he did, did it. it. He did it in 2012. Okay. It was an issue. And... And Donald and, Trump didn't shut up about it. With it. I, There's no know, issues with them, it. There's no issues. None. The, the numbering on his birth certificate is none. out of order. His social security number is issued from Connecticut. His... They, they refer to his race as African when it was Negro. There was typical of nomenclature at the time. And you there don't think there's issues it. across... I mean, you see how bureaucracy works. I've seen how it works when you're born in the systems that they have. There's, there's a zillion people with errors that come across it. Just not, because I'm that, not you're not allowed to say, yes, I'm hey, not saying, something happened that I, and I'm going to go after him because of it. Yes, I'm saying it. Why, why is it so awful to say, hey, th these are... Okay, first of all, your literary agent said you were born in Kenya. 
What's, what's the deal with that? Oh, here's the birth certificate. Answer that. Wait a second. The birth certificate has some issues. But it the has. The second you raise them, people laugh at you and mock because you and it's, say it's because racist. Because it is. Why? Because you're going after one human being unnecessarily. You're going after the President of the United States. Uh, on what? On what? Just to prove something to Listen, you? I don't, and I don't even care. Yeah, just prove it. Just, just yes, people don't have to prove shit like that they to don't, you. But then don't be pissed at me if I raise the question and say, how dare I raise that question? Because you don't have to prove it, but don't be then pissed that I'm calling you out because you're not proving it. You know what? There's balance in everything. And I the, agree. The, 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 the amount of fervor that everyone had about it is just obscene. It was obscene. Donald Trump was disgusting and to this day is disgusting. Hillary started and I finished it. Give me a fucking break. Well, Sid Blumenthal did. I made mean, a passing comment. Hillary said, shut the fuck up. I'm going nowhere with this. The, the, the person who we turned on to sent a reporter to Kenya to look into it. So it wasn't just a passing comment. And she and said, I want nothing to do with this. End of it. When did she say that? Have you ever heard her call him? Her call her personally find anything on record of her accusing him of being not born in this country or being... No, but, but clearly her, Sid Blumenthal... Who and it was the end of it. That was the end of it. And oh, from she, that, she, yes. Why would, she, why would she do it now? She's, she was just her now, secretary of state. Now, why would he... If she did... Okay, let me go with your logic. If she actually was going... Was an advocate of the birther thing, you think Obama would have made her a secretary of state? Yeah. I don't think so. Because you keep your enemies close. No, there's no love lost on. between Obamas and the Clintons, from what I understand. Politically, there's no love. I don't I have no idea. I don't know what their relationship is. Personally, I heard there's is. no love lost. And I, listen, I don't know a fuck. Listen, thing. I listen, just... I, and and I, don't, I don't want the people here to think like, oh, I think Obama was born again. I don't know. But my point is, I think our society sometimes fucking clamps down on people asking questions and accuses them, like the Hillary thing. Oh, it's sexist to say she's frail. Like, What? Like, 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 people start throwing generalized, generalized shit about, about legitimate questions to try to shut people up. And to me, that's a real fucking scary thing. When you're not allowed to ask a question for fear of being mocked or called hateful or you, racist. People, you're not allowed to ask sexist and racist questions. Not, questions but, that but, are but based group, on that. But don't group things into, like, I don't understand how questioning Barack Obama's birth, where he got born, is racist like, in, in, like, like how is that a racial issue asking that Do question people not get asking that question isn't once it's released and hanging on to it the way that trump did is wrong as could be. There's only one reason to do it. Because the other possible country he was born in is Kenya, and that's where black people... Like, no. I don't quite understand no. the racial... The, no, the, the racial part is going after a particular individual based on their ideas. The bigoted part is going after so someone... Like, so where does the race thing come in? Tell me where the race thing comes in. Because if you're doing it because it's a black guy and you don't want a black guy where he is, but that's when it's racist. Black guy. So then you could say anything ever done to Obama is racist because he's a black no. guy. No, you can't. Where's, where's the connection of the race to the birth issue. There isn't any. It's not. It's to the aggressiveness of pursuing the birth issue. But you can't ever prove that. The aggressiveness itself you can't is a matter of racism? Yes, yes. Please. Donald Trump's aggressiveness and the way he went after is racist. That, dude, so it's bigoted it's, at the minimum. No. I, it, it is. It's such an assumption on your part that race has anything to do with his aggressiveness. It's like, it's like it has nothing to do. I because mean, there's no other does, answer. But to just sort of conclude that this is racist. I would, I would you can conclude it's like bigoted. You can anything then that you criticize, which, which people do do. Anytime you criticize Barack Obama, it's racist. And no, it's like, I don't agree that any time you do it. Uh, just this <laughs> going out of your way to make your core issue delegitimizing somebody. There's a reason behind it. You don't just do it because you want to. Like, why, is it the, why is it boom? It's this black skin. It's his black skin. Because that like, is, like, it's why? easy to guess that that's why Donald Trump no, would be doing it. 
What would be the other reason? Give me another reason why he would do after. Because I genuinely want to find his birth certificate. Come on. Yeah, because he wants. He, he does. Oh yes, I want to do that for the world. President, and maybe he's got in the back of his mind. I'm going to run in the future, and this is a good issue to sort of make me now a sort of prominent versus well, Obama. Given that the bulk. You of think he did it? You think Donald Trump was at home? It's like I can't stand this yes. black motherfucker yes. being the president. Yes. So I'm going to attack him on his birth yes. certificate. No fucking. I'm way, telling you man. that guy is from no Africa. Fucking, no way. Howie, he immediately switched once. The birth certificate. I want to see this to prove that he's not Muslim. Listen, you can say he's a dick. Yeah, so when you move, when it moved, racist. when it moved to pursuing him aggressively to being proving that he's not Muslim, what was that saying to you? Wait, what is this, what is this about proving he's not Muslim? Donald Trump. If you look at half his comments, mm-hmm. he wants this. Oh, I bet it says I want to see his religion because I think he's Muslim. You don't remember that whole episode? It's all in, in his tweets. It's everywhere. No, I don't, I don't remember that. i got to be honest. That's half of his argument. His He's been questioning his religion. I want to see his college. I want to see his college transcripts. It says what your religion is on it, your ethnicity. That, everything about it is racist. How is that racist? Because if you're going after one particular human being... Because he wouldn't do it to a white he guy. Okay, so he going, wouldn't do it to, jo- to like George Bush. Theoretically, why wouldn't he? People, you know what's amazing? People can say because he was in Iraq for oil, right? And then, and and, then, and nobody mocks anybody. Nobody's like, that's fucking racist. That's whatever. Well, it's something, but I don't know if it's racist. But that's my point. Like, it's, that's just as racist as questioning somebody's birth certificate. This is a human and, being and so who says ban Muslims nobody from our country. Nobody controls where they're born. You you control what your in- intentions are for going to war. So same Donald Trump has proven that it's racist with all his future commentary. Ban all Muslims. Oh, no, no, I don't mean that. I'm going to interview people. This He's done racial, some sensitive, stupid stuff. More than insensitive. But, but, Racist. But, not, but, but <laughs> I'm sorry. You can then say anytime anybody criticizes no, you Obama can't. for anything or taxes. No, you can't. Racist. You can't. What is this birth certificate uh, issue? The intensity of it somehow then equated with racism. Because it, there's no validity in the pursuit. There is, though. No, I'm there isn't. You, it's a reasonable no, question No, there to isn't. Ask. I don't think it is. Okay. Yeah, and it was answered, and you're not accepting his answer is the problem. I don't have to, right? He doesn't have to prove anything. I don't have to accept his answer. And I'm not saying I know that he was born in Kenya. I'm saying I think there's still an issue. There's no issue. Okay. I'm, I think there is. Show me a thousand birth certificates. You could find me a thousand experts that'll tell you there's something wrong with this birth Maybe certificate. Maybe you can. Maybe you can, and I'm wrong. But you know what? Let me be wrong then. But it's but to sort of say like I'm not allowed. To you know, you're allowed that. to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but, but but my point is, it's almost like by calling these things racist. No, when I say sexist, it's shutting down the validity of the question. No, because it's there really are. Scary. It is when the questions are of 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 that type of a nature, which have absolutely no basis in anything but de- delegitimizing somebody. If you said to me, if I said to you. Barack Obama's biggest error was the Syrian red line, line in the sand. Yes. He made a huge mistake there. Racist. He had to go it's in. Racist. It's not racist. It's a it bad is. policy decision. It's racist. No, it's not. See, because it's legitimate. It is, because he's a black guy, and because you, no. you're saying that he's a black guy, that he wasn't able to live up to his word, that's the, the stereotype of black people. No, no. And no, that's, that's I'm not racist. trying to delegitimize his decision. It's a bad, I'm, I'm talking about his policies. This yeah, by the Listen, that's something to me. That's something he had discretion and control over. Where he was born, he had nothing to do with. So to me, like that's more of an insult to him than that's more racist than where he was born. The vast majority of people believe he was born in Hawaii. I agree with you. Okay. And he probably was. So if that's the case, for if you were to make your lifelong pursuit 
my life long. <laughs> I'm not saying you. I'm not accusing <laughs> you of this. You're there, man. You better look into this. I'm not shit. accusing you of this. Get over there. I'm just saying Donald Trump has made his core issue birtherism for the last six, seven, eight, nine years. I think Trump did the birth thing to put himself as, as a um, anti-Obama guy, knowing he was going to run now. Like that's that's my feeling on why he went with that. And issue. what about that makes him not? How does that help his cause? Because I'm proving he's an African. No, because, what is, how does that no, help his cause? No, it elevated him as as this figure who was an opponent of Obama, not Mitt Romney, not John McCain. So then why didn't Donald he go, why didn't he go in and say, "Here's what's wrong with his policies"? Why, if that that's my point, what would be? Why would you go? This guy is not telling us the truth about what he is. When he has no facts, I sent people to Hawaii. Oh, you should see what they found. Well, no, we haven't seen it, Donald, because you're a fucking liar. Everything you say is just a fucking lie. Listen, I'm not saying Trump isn't an asshole about it. I'm just saying to throw out, and not just for him, but to throw it out constantly in the public discourse. People don't, though. To say things are racist and sexist when there's really no... I, I don't think people do it as a broad stroke. I think this thing with Hillary that that that, that was the theme for the whole time after she collapsed was like it's sexist to say uh, I, she's, she's I not healthy. I frankly didn't hear any of that. I didn't you didn't? hear that I'll, theme. All right. Well, well what there's do we have to check sexist on? There's nothing sexist about saying someone's okay, health. Thank you. I mean, but, uh, but people were saying that it was like oh because she's a woman. It's like what? Like that has nothing whatsoever to do with the fact that she she could possibly be in poor health. And it's the same thing. Like now, if it's like you know, she does seem kind of fucked up. Like she's. She's fainting. She is holding on to things. There's photos of that. She froze at one of her sort of um, speeches. And again, to sort of say, like, maybe there is something more. It's like, oh, conspiracy theories. This, and, it's, and it's like you're not allowed to like, be a free thinker and sort of say, hey, what is the deal with that? It gets shut down. Because that immediately turns into Breitbart pointing out that there's proof she has Parkinson's. That's what it turns into immediately with, with, with the alt-right and the... The racists that are out well, there. Well, is it proof, or do they talk to doctors, and the doctors are like, yeah, these are symptoms of Parkinson's. Uh, you know, and then it's like, well, isn't then, then shouldn't, if you don't have Parkinson's, right, can't you just say, it's misleading. I don't have Parkinson's disease, period. No, I don't believe that, because I really think that that's not the, that people shouldn't have to answer to false accusations. There's no proof she has Parkinson's. There's a couple of... There's no proof, but there's... There's evidence of symptoms that are consistent with it. You can't just you can't just say that's outrageous. Like you, you like I'm sorry. Like it's, I, I I don't understand why certain things are off limits in in, in the in the public debate. Nothing's off limits. You could debate. You could say whatever you want to say. It's when people attach themselves to an argument that there's no proof around it. It's pure speculation. But there is pure proof. I mean, there's, there's no proof. There's evidence, though. There's evidence of her holding handrails. There's evidence of obviously she collapsed at 9/11. Um, she did have a head injury. Um, the okay. Huma Huma Abedin's email, where she gets, she, where she says she often gets confused. I mean, there's. there's I don't it, know what that email says. All right. First of all, she often gets confused. Is that in the context of oh yeah, her, her brain's not working? It often gets confused, or is it? Oh, you asked her about that, but she often gets confused about this. I mean, where I confuse things in life too. No, of course, but I'm, but to say there's no evidence, right, is 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 not correct either, though, because there there is evidence, and and you know. It, I have a I have a I have a stomach ache right now. Oh no. Do I have to go prove to you that I don't have stomach cancer? Like, no. if I was running, oh, she goes to the bathroom a lot. She must have no, bowel syndrome. But Can you prove right it to me? I want to see your records from everyone that proves you don't have it. That, that's not how the world works. If you're running for president, it is. Well, you're, you're much more. You're much more. I'm all for more disclosure than not.
personally, they should both be disclosing all their, their as much health records as they have. Mm -hmm. The fact that people are letting Trump get away with not showing his tax returns is utterly ab ab just I ridiculous. I agree. On a level that how could anyone vote for him when he's doing He's lying to you. Mm -hmm. He's lying. He's telling you I'm lying. I'm not going to show you them for a reason. They're under audit, right? Give me a break. The yeah. ones that aren't under audit, show those. Right. What it's going to show is that he's connections to people that you don't want. You'd probably prefer he's not connected to. Banks in New York don't lend him money. Well, now you're, now you're Now these are facts. Okay. These, these are research done by reporters who went and literally called. They couldn't get it from Trump, so they called up. Yeah, but it's the same evidence that you were saying that no evidence exists of Hillary having Parkinson's or Barack Obama. If somebody called up, it's, it's, if it's somebody called up evidence. 500 charities mm -hmm. and said, do you have any donations from Donald Trump that were public donations you can tell me about? And they all say he's never donated anything to us. Mm -hmm. Can you make the assumption he's made no donations? Yes. So that's what's happened. Okay. Somebody did. And, 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 and listen, I, I knew this, I, the, this was the lead is, article I, on Newsweek. You're allowed to make these assumptions that it's that it's not off limits. Like that's my point. Uh, that, that if your literary agent says you were born in Kenya, and then there's something not um, in sequence about your birth certificate and your social security number seems like it comes from another state, you're allowed to then sort of pry. You're allowed to speculate and assume. Same thing with Hillary and her symptoms. Same thing with Trump and and and, and the evidence that you're talking about his taxes. I'm all for it. It's, it should be, we should have a very open discussion without it being shut down about like, how dare you look, call people about my charitable givings? How dare you ask about my health? How dare you ask about where I was born? It's like, yeah, no, I You dare. know what? Trump can go send someone down to, but he, he didn't prove anything ever about the birth of Nothing. I agree with you. Nothing. I agree with and you. And he made it his cause. And why, that's the bigoted part. <laughs> well, back to that. Yeah, I just went back to that. <laughs> anyway, let's get on. Let's move on to all another right, subject. Let's take a quick pause, if you don't mind. Really? All right. All right, I got to take a pee. Oh, well, in that case. So have you seen Hamilton? <laughs> you know, I don't want to at this point. I don't either. I got tickets. Susan got tickets to see it, like, in March of 2017. Honestly? Well, you know we're not going to like it. <sighs> I know we're not going to like it. I just no, I've never liked the musical. I'm never just like, why would I start with this one? And my thing on Hamilton is that it's like, everyone comes back and like, it's great. It's like they do rap. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I like regular rap. It's like, yeah, I've, been <laughs> I've been into rap since really? 1982. <laughs> right? It's like, wow, really? Like they do rap? And it's just like, all right. And like, I'm, I'm a little optimistic. Like maybe I will really like it. I would it. think maybe it's, it's I think it's going to be enjoyable because it's probably going to move the right way. Do you know what I mean? Right, like, right. have a pace and a tempo that probably I find entertaining. Right. But I'm not going to walk out of it going, oh, I better get on and tell everybody how awesome right, it is. Right, I'm going to go home and, like, listen to the album. All no, time, although a lot of people say that. Kids like, I know, you know, Lenny I know. was saying that, I think, yeah. wasn't he? I, and, like, um, like I put it, like, I, it's on Rhapsody, so I, I listened to it one day, and it was exactly what I thought it would be. I've heard them perform, so, like, at the... Alexander right, you know, yeah, I heard right. it at the, like, the Tonys. I'm like, all right. I, I'm like, they did one of their big acts. I think I saw it. <laughs> but it's so, like, I mean, it's so against the grain, right, to be like, eh. I, I haven't heard one person review Hamilton and been like, eh. There's a guy I know. He's uh, <laughs> he was a writer, senior editor at Business Insider. Now he's at MSNBC. Look at you dropping some names. I'm dropping some shit, names. So he... Uh, he went and saw it, and he put on... He made a comment, I'm like... I, for, I forgot what he said, but it wasn't like, this is awesome. 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh, interesting. Like on Twitter, I'm like, awesome I'm like a lukewarm review from yeah. Jay, Jay Arrow. And he goes, no, no, let me say, he, like, tried to qualify it. He really did, like, even when he qualified it, I'm like, you're not saying you love it, though. That's not what I'm hearing. Right, right, right. But he was like, no, no, let me be clear. It's unbelievable, the extraordinariness of what they put together. I'm like, all right, all right. All right, man, group think it. Group think that shit. Meanwhile, this Jim Crow whiskey, man. It's good. I need a little more ice, though. Jim Crow? It's old Crow. It's Dr. Dr. James Crow. (laughs) What is this? Jim Crow. It's It's funny. It's Dr. James Crow. (laughs) I guess you couldn't go with that name, man. Now, that's racist. You can talk all you want about Donald Trump, but Dr. James Crow. Division of the old Crow Distillery Company in Frankfurt and Claremont. Where is it? That's got to be Kentucky, man. It is Kentucky, USA. Yeah, baby. Jim Crow ain't... Maybe he's like the original Jim Crow. Maybe there's some time with this guy and, like... And segregation. <laughs> right? Because what, what does Jim Crow stand for? It's the laws. I don't know. Isn't right? that the like, Jim Crow laws that yeah. were like, didn't that end like, yeah, you, let, you could pee in the same urinals and right. that kind I of thing? So. Like, I should know what the answer is, though, specifically. But something to do right. with the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> something, some, one of those laws. But then Dr. Jim Crow came up with his whiskey. And Dr. James. It was good. He's like, fuck making laws <laughs> up. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to make some Everybody bourbon likes whiskey. whiskey. Everybody likes that. That brings people Nobody will be bitching. Black, white, they'll all dig my whiskey. There you go. And did he call it Black Crow? What he it called it Old Crow. Old. Dr. Train, <laughs> Dr. James Crow's confusing the band. Old Crow, $7. Mm. The lady at the liquor store where they had no liquor said, it's very popular. I'm like, well, you, you don't have any <laughs> liquor. She's so like, maybe because it's $7. I'm like, that's probably something. Man, that old Crow's it. really flying off the shelves. This is hitting no me way better than the beard. Than the beer. <laughs> well, yeah, it's whiskey, man. It's bourbon, God's sake. We didn't drink it's a lot of bourbon. It's easy to drink this stuff, man. It really is. We didn't drink a lot of bourbon in Swago, though. I don't remember drinking liquor in Swago. Well, when Moose got kicked out. Oh, Southern Comfort. Southern, Southern Comfort. Comfort. Right, that was it, the one time. I think Jake, Jake liked it for breakfast, didn't he? <laughs> no, he liked Jack Daniels for <laughs> Oh, breakfast. Jack Daniels. Jake, yeah. if you're listening, did yeah. you really like Jack Daniels? Let's be real. I talked to him about that. He said he was just... He was just um, Jiving? Putting, putting us on at the time. Oh, was he? I don't he? think he was. I don't think he was either. <laughs> um. Hey everybody, I just want to say that in the next segment, um, as far as any uh, alleged improprieties that may have occurred, they're all alleged, uh, there's no uh, first-hand experiential knowledge of uh, what took place. So uh, take that as you will, and uh, on with the podcast. But yeah, no vodka. Like, when we counsels, we did, but that doesn't count. I don't really, to me, drinking was, Swago and drinking meant, I guess, counselorish year, and it was beer. Wait, counselor, Jenny Cream Ale, that's what drinking right. was, right? Like, right. And senior party, there was a Southern Comfort. It wasn't like, it wasn't like we were getting a lot of alcohol and drinking a lot, though. That, that wasn't really taking place. Right? Nah, it wasn't a big, at least in our groups, in our years, it wasn't a big thing. I mean, heroin was much, much more popular at the time. Snorting it. Nobody really used the needle back then. <laughs> well, not, upst- not until our waiter year. Upstate and the oxys got expensive. <laughs> right. So, yeah. right, right. You know, it's, it, here's my biggest regret about Swig. I haven't told the story. And, and, like, um, I think it's authentic. It would have been a great, like, hustler story, though. Like, when we were waiting. Hustler? Okay. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. if, if I had taken it in the right direction, it would have been. Like when we were waiters, right? Yeah. We show up and it's like before the campers even get there. And um, so you're serving just the staff. Right. And the doctor's there with his wife. Okay. Right? Do you remember the doctor? No, I remember. I, I came late that year, remember? Okay, you did. Yeah. But he was still there and so was his wife. 
and um, Doctor, which doctor? The one that was, thought he was Jesus? No, this is the guy before him. Oh. This is uh, yeah, he was just a regular doctor. But his wife was like a lot younger than him, and kind of hot, you know, had I long hair, remember. wore jeans. Straight, straight black hair. Straight, was she like ethnic, hair. like almost Indian no, or something? No, no, very seventies looking, very like uh. Caucasian, but seventies like long brown hair parted in the middle, big sunglasses. Okay, wore like the bell bottom jeans. Okay, and stuff. okay. And like, um, and she she comes up to me. She's like, "Would you get me an apple?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll get you an apple." <laughs> and I, so I go to get her an apple, and then she's like, "Would you be my waiter?" And I'm like, "I don't, I, I, I don't think I can." But like, and she was totally coming on to me and like I totally didn't go with it I was like I was too sort of like shy shy well yeah did you know at the time she was coming on to you yes I did because other people noticed it and acknowledged it too and um but I was I was 17 years old you know so I was like what am I gonna what you know I was like I was was what do you mean what are you gonna do I know but it was too intimidating of a situation for me at the time yeah I would be intimidated too the doctor's wife at 17 but then this other dude like later on in the year Remember, uh, actually, Danielle brought him up, and this is I. I, I, I she brought Danielle up a guy Serena. named Gary. Okay. Yeah. And um, I didn't know who he was at the time, and then it hit me who he actually was. And I told her I was like, after the uh, ski slope, I was like, I got a funny story about him. He started hanging out with her, and she was like slipping him ludes apparently, and they were having really? sex. So really? I was like, yeah. Who's Gary? A waiter? He was like a counselor. He was like a, like a couple of years older than us, maybe a year or two older than us. He like. Uh, yeah, dark hair, short. Um, Maybe if Gary seemed to be, he won in that. He won. No, yeah. d- definitely. Cause, you know, We're a doctor. Can you imagine being a doctor at camp? I know. And your wife's cheating on you well, at the camp? It's like a waiter. She's hitting on the 17-year-old. Uh, she could go to jail. I know. Uh, at the time, I didn't take it seriously because I, like, uh, I was like, oh, she's kidding, right? Like, she's got to be kidding. But she was actually kind of attractive. I mean, she was, it wasn't like she was disgusted. Like, she was attractive. But it was like, oh, that would have been such a great thing if I can go if back in time did it. and just be like, all right, yeah, I'll get right, let's go back to the, I'll get you an apple. Not only that, she's giving, she's giving drugs out. <laughs> it's like, it's like what? Get you my apple, it's some like, bananas. Yeah. So, so that's like, if I had to look at my, my biggest like camp regrets, like it was like not banging the doctor's not wife. Not banging huh? the doctor's wife, right? Like that's that's that that that. that I would have loved to come up to hear that story. Right? How great! Hey, Duke, what's going on? No, what? I would have been like enamored by that story. Right. And I would have been happy to share. I wasn't like I was going to be like emotionally attached to her. I don't think, you know, maybe. Who knows? Maybe it would have fallen. Right now, you might have been married to the doctor's wife. <laughs> She'd be like 70 years old. Be like, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> but the lewds were good. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of surprising that drug went away. It was, yeah. I mean, so we could just take one now and not drink the six beers and the whiskey. I know. It gets you right there. It's like, it's you know, cleaner. You're not throwing up. You're yeah. not like hungover. Well, maybe you're a little hungover, but not the same way. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Well, in fact, I, I, what was embarrassing is I think, like, they moved to Great Neck at some point in time. Did they? They did. And then I think that their daughter, like, went out with, like, Glenn, remember Glenn Sherman, the guitar player from, like, Adam's band? Oh, Trick from of the uh, Guinness? Trick of the Guinness. <laughs> she dated him. So it was all this whole weird, like, connection thing. But, um, but yeah. Like, that would have been a good hustler story, right? It would like, be me. Uh, yeah. I always thought this happened to other waiters. Absolutely. I know. But, you know, listen. I find that whole subculture of high school rock bands to be like, <laughs> it's very funny, right? It like, is, right? It's like, a, it's like a very unique subset of people who just latch on to that as their thing. Mm-hmm. They really enjoy it, though. I, I respect it. No, playing play music in a band is, is, is a fun, fun you thing. You still do it a lot with the I still the, do it a lot. I love it, man. I love it. I probably play more now than I ever have in my life. I was going to kick you. get it together for a Swago jam, and I'm like... 
I don't, it's Howie and Pop because I don't see anyone else from Swayco. <laughs> there's occasionally Eddie. Occasionally Eddie. And then Eddie. like Adam LeBose will show up. Uh, every, yeah. But mostly it's like, who's Diane Klein? She went to high school with me. Oh, okay. It's funny how it's How did she... She actually. She saw you comment on it on no, a post. No, this guy and David I, Kane, who went to high school with with Popkin and played with him. Okay. He and Diane play like in a temple band up in Stamford, Connecticut. <laughs> temple band. <laughs> I, I, listen, I know I'm, you did. I know I'm, you I'm, did. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm done with my temple band though. If anyone from the JCC is listening, I, I may not be at the next session. Listen, man, I think it might be over. But um, yeah, so she came to that, and then this guy Mike Bieber, who I went to high school oh, with. Oh yeah, Bieber knows the rules. So that's, yeah. Is that who that was? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Maybe is, it is. Is that who we said Bieber knows the rules from Equinox? No, no, he didn't go to Equinox. Oh, he was oh, like oh. he was like a New England music camp. Guy. Okay, anyway. So you know he like uh, he comes to the jams. He too? comes now too. So it's like it's this weird thing where it's like almost my high school, people from my high school now are more part of that jam situation than I. I than it's kind of cool. I still get a kick out of seeing when Popkin gets the, like his old Merrick crew back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of cool. They're always there. No, I yeah, love it, man. They're yeah, they're yeah. at the jams all the time, you know. But it, lately it's been like half Rosalind, half Merrick. It's then this guy who plays keyboards, like you know, from high school, he's he comes to the jams now too. So it's like. In one jam, it was like four Merrick guys, four Rosalind people. Willie like, Nile. <laughs> Willie Nile. Slam Allen. Slam Allen. We get, we get the real people. It was real talent. It is. It is. And listen, God bless Popkin, man. The guy, like, you know, He's fully committed in an honest and authentic way. Absolutely, man. He makes, he arranges it nicely. Um, he, you know, uh, he, he does, produces he, it well. Yeah, and he, then he, he coordinates. Then he pictures. Yeah. And you know how great it is to have pictures of yourself playing guitar on Facebook and you don't have to be the one to put them there? Especially when, <laughs> well, when he takes them too, but when he gets that Willie oh, Niles wife. I mean, that's God She's like, uh, like one of the leading rock and roll photographers yeah, taking like, your pictures. I know, people are like, are you going to change your Facebook uh, profile picture? Well, like, uh, no. Really, I'm playing guitar from a rock rock photographer took my picture? Like, I don't think so. Not for <laughs> no, a while. No, no. I think, go with that one. <laughs> let, that one let that one ride itself out a little bit, you know? So quick, quick political back to this, but not to just pure, pure politics. Give me your prediction on what's going to happen from here forward. Okay. Trump has gotten better at it, so I think he stays the course. Um, the debates, uh, you know, I think he's going to win the debates. I think, I think he's going to make her look... Um, angry? Not angry, but just sort of wooden, you know? Stiff. Stiff. Because um, that's what Trump is, right? He comes across very natural, and regardless yeah. of whether you like what he's saying, he yeah. comes across like naturally, and she does. Right? He's not prepared. So I he's think he's going to get a little bump out of the um, out of the debates. I think he's going to be pulling ahead of her. She's going to get desperate, and she's going to pull some shit that's going to backfire. And like I what think, type of a shit? I don't even know, but she's going to because she's make some accusations of some sort. I don't know because she's been able to basically sort of play play you know four corners, you know North Carolina college ball lingo here and not really risk anything but I think once he sort of gets in the lead she's got to do something and I don't think she's good doing something like I think her best shot was Trump just fucking being Trump mm -hmm. and fucking and for both of them if, if either one of these two guys had just sort of fallen into a coma in June that would have been the best thing that could have happened to, to them because mm -hmm. they wouldn't be shooting themselves in the foot so I think she inevitably does that and I think Trump wins so I think from here <clears throat> the Trump's rise is done I don't think he's going to go up anymore. As a matter, I think you're going to see the polls flatten for the next week, two weeks. I don't think they're going to, you know, you might be a little, it'll be mixed, a mixed bag. Oh, Hillary's up in this one. She, he's up in the other one for that state, mixed bag. I think at the debates, in a one-on-one -on -one debate, I think, I'm not sure she's going to come off fantastic or anything like that. <laughs> I don't think she will, mm -hmm. but I think she's Trump... She's not like Hamilton. No. I think Trump is going to say 
a whole load of asinine things. And I think the entire thing right now has nothing to do with this is the this this is this whole thing right now is about the minority get out the vote, which I think Obama is going to be as aggressive as you can imagine. He's already announced he's campaigning two days a week mm-hmm. for her. Between him, Michelle, they're all going to go out big time, and they're those are good surrogates. You may not agree with you. I mean, I like them, but right. Trump doesn't have surrogates like that who can no. go out on his behalf. I think he's going to work his ass off to stir up the um, minority vote. And I think that she's going to try to just show that uh, moderate conservative, moderate Republican who really doesn't want to vote for Trump, that she's, that she's the stable one and they're not going to vote for Trump. <laughs> and I think in the end she's going to win... Not, she's going to win by, like, similar to, like, th- like low 300s to low 200s or something like that. Not a blowout in any way. Right. That, that he's going to win a few states he might not have imagined, like, or, or win some of the toss-up states, mm-hmm. and she's going to as well. And that's, that's where I think it's going to land. Yeah. All right. We'll find out in 50-something days, that's won't we? It's crazy that one of these two people, right, are going to be the president. It is crazy. You know, first off, why is... These are two terrible candidates. Terrible candidates. Terrible. On each side of the ledger, you could go, if only the, the Republicans would have put up a reasonable candidate, they'd win in a landslide. And then you go against Trump, if only the Democrats would have put up a reasonable candidate who hasn't have the baggage, I they mean, would win in a landslide. I mean, if you took all the people I firsthand know, I mean, 80% of them I prefer to be president than, than these two people. Like, how did we come to this? Like, like, I, and we talked about this. Like, I, I just want to shut this up. Like, the yeah, system get itself. Some ice, get some ice while you're going over there. Yeah, man. The. Yeah, we're going back to the music. No, I'm just making sure I just think that. Uh, I, we can't produce, that our system can't produce quality is a real statement about how fucked up our system is and how much it's driven by the wrong things. No, I don't think anybody does. I really don't think anybody wants these. Give me somebody who's these, like these people are seventy years old. I know it's they're like, old. What? I don't, this is I don't, crazy. I don't trust their integrity. Like, like, can't we find somebody who, like, you just know, like, listen, maybe my ideas are not right, but but I think they are, and my heart's in the right place, and it's not about me. It's about making this country great. Like, this, it, I mean, it sounds a little Trumpy, but but there's got to be people that really, truly, like, like, if you told me how we're gonna make you the president. Like, I wouldn't be like, excellent, how do I monetize this? How do I, how do I accumulate more power? I could, it would be the last thing from my mind. I'd be like, oh, fuck, there's a lot of pressure. I hope I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do my best. Part of the problem is term limits and career politicians and that whole... Yo, man, what's Jim Crow, man? Oh, it's right here. And that whole, that whole system that we've set up. The other part of the problem is that you actually do get rich. Once you become president yeah. or, well, president, but even if... Even below that, right? I'm sure you get asked to sit on the board of a company by your. You can be rich you know, if you, like, if you okay. want to be rich. You could be rich. Yeah, but do you become rich even if you don't want to? Like that's my point. No, 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 no. You can if you want to. Mm-hmm. Is my point. Right. So that incentive is there, or not incentive, but that. Uh, just that fact that reality is there. Mm-hmm. 
but it depresses me that that well, there time. aren't people who are authentically in it in it to just do eight years of positivity right Where's the that polarization you know, their right the polarization is making it extremely difficult because without control over if you don't have enough moderate participants well the primary system kills you there right because if you're moderate you, you can't win, win the primary, primary no and that's why you're seeing trump just backpedaling on all the right right and even clinton to that extent all of a sudden she's for right. she's not as bernie-ish as she was she's more bernie-ish than she was in order to oh no no she's not now. right well she had to introduce mm-hmm. oh we're gonna get money for you know college education well right. now yeah, it's like nah. fucking word for now that. it's yeah you know we'll do it for you know community schools right, you know, right. so it's not the same you'll never hear from bernie sanders ever again right? i think the only thing you're gonna hear is the idea that that a grassroots candidate including trump mm-hmm. can solicit can you can run for president now without big money backing because you can go raise 30 bucks for millions of people if you have a real message. That's the only thing that will come from this election for Bernie and Trump yeah, to that yeah, extent. Yeah, but Trump was, Trump was already a media-savvy figure, you know? Like, yeah, but he's got individual... But I'm talking about... Agree with you there, but the idea that you don't have to go to the, the, party. the wealth class oh, I see what you're to get funded... Right. That you can actually, via the internet mm-hmm. and the ability to raise funds right. in an efficient manner, in a one-to-one manner, mm-hmm. anybody now who has a strong message that can get out there, mm-hmm. that can get enough appeal, mm-hmm. can get money. Mm-hmm. Just simply by going straight to the people and saying, give me 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever it is. Right. And that adds up to millions. But how do you even get... get that word out, right? Because if you don't have like a, a major party or even a minor party. Or a platform party, like Trump had in his yeah, media. Yeah, behind you. It's like... Where does your message go? You know, it's like I, I feel like you have to be backed by, by one of the yeah, parties. Otherwise, you you're nowhere. You do. Unless, unless, and this could be. It. I think I people mean, could break through. One of these two could be so horrible where we just are like, we're done with this system. You know, because if Hillary gets elected, she sucked, and Trump would have sucked too. And if Trump gets elected, he sucked, and Hillary would suck too. And people could just be like, this is the breaking point. We don't want this anymore. I mean, I'm all. Like this is crazy. Like, like, like this. Like this is our system of electing the the executive. It's outdated. I mean, we have technology now where it can be done much more. It's also painful how long it is. How long it is? I know. It's and, ridiculous. And stump speeches and everything. Like, does that really matter? Like it's people really get riled up. Like you're not for Trump, but you go to one of his speeches and now you are. Like no, no. It's self-selecting. It is. If you're for totally. Trump, you show up. Only there for the entertainment value, right? Him in right. particular. Right. Uh, Him in particular. Yeah. I totally agree with that. It's crazy. Crazy. Like Gary Johnson to me, right? Like he disappointed me. Like he disappointed like, me because he turned out to be fluff, man. He has got no substance, this guy. And it's like, dude, couldn't you every day just take uh, your your phone and just talk into it five minutes every day talk on, about a, real on a policy issue, and then ask everybody to share it? And like, why is that? Why didn't you do that? Like, instead, you're sitting here like. Your tweets suck. Your Facebook posts suck. No, he's no good. He was no good. I'm like... He's a bad campaigner, at least on a national scale. And the crazy part is you could probably make an argument that he's a more successful businessman than Trump since he started with nothing. Nothing. And he got... I think he's in the hundreds of millions. I think he's very... I think he's very wealthy. Oh, I didn't know that. All right. Uh, Maybe I'm exaggerating it. I don't know. No, listen. I, I think he'd be the best president of everyone that is running but like i think bill weld would be the best president yeah, I, agree of everybody. I, agree I think you. that guy would be a good solid middle of the road guy totally agree with you but this is like he just like 
I'm like, I'm like, dude, where's your fire? Like, like, it's all about you getting your fifteen percent to get into the debates. But then there was nothing. Like how again? Like how hard? Don't just say get me in the debates because I need fifteen percent. Do something to Do get something yourself to get in the yourself. debates. You're not going to just get it from like, oh, being talked about on on on. Here's a clip a of CNN Joe. mentioning me. Like what? Like dude, where are you? Like like you don't. It's not about traveling to Iowa and talking to the and going into a restaurant and shaking people. Like that's so fucking eighteen fifty, man. It's like get on the fucking internet. You got this mechanism. You got people following you. I'll share it. If I think you, you give a little two-minute spiel on, like, why we should do a war on drugs is, right. and how many people are in prison because of it and the resources that can go into other things. Fuck, I'll share that. Maybe I convinced three or four people. And then they share. Instead, you, you did nothing of the kind. And nobody really has done anything like that. And it's so available to people, you know? Crazy shit. That it is. You following any sports these days? Does anything have any meaning to you? Nah, I try with football. You know, football's the only one. I actually like college football now that Burke's at a school where there's college football, but they suck. USC. Oh, the Trojans, yeah, yeah. They just, they just, you know, they're in a struggling program at this point. Yeah. Alabama's yeah. fucking insane. How good they are. I get Ohio State too, right? Ohio State are like in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, they weren't. They were supposed to lose. So, yeah, I, it's hard for me to keep up with college football. I mean, I'll watch Indiana play. You know, and they always have like. Two or three easy games, so they're three and zero going into the Big Ten. And then they disappoint after that. I just, I am just, I'm really just drawn to the, the intense fandom. Yeah, no, it's 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 cool. Like it's very cool that people have that. It's something we missed it at where I went to school. Um, You know, we had other things, but we missed that. It's crazy how young college these guys are. Yeah, they're 19. Now now they show them, and I'm like, it's a kid. They're, like, kids. they're kids. They're, they're less than half our age. They're, they're my son's age. They're my know, son's friends. Like they were, I mean, there was a time when they were men. I mean, when I was a kid and I watched college football, they were, there was no difference really between the college. It's sick how big they are now. Yeah, I guess These so. These linemen, 6'5", 280. <laughs> big boys, man. Big Crazy. boys. Sports, has, um, I know for a lot of people, you know, just following Facebook feed sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are still into it, even at this age. Yeah. I've really lost interest in sports. I like sports, don't get me wrong. Right, no, I hear. But the thing I watch more than anything is still boxing. I'll watch it every watch week it's on. Yeah. There are some good matches coming up. I'll tell you. Um, Give them to me, man. Okay, the best one, Andre Ward versus... Uh, oh, yeah. Versus, um, oh, God almighty, uh, the champion, uh, the Russian. The GGG? No, Triple G is a weight is a weight class oh, right. below. He, he's fighting somebody though, right? Triple G hopefully will fight Canelo Alvarez. That'll be a real oh, fight. Really? They're trying Who's to the get other guy? that on. Andre Andre Ward. Andre Ward is fighting. Um, oh God, I'm drawing a blank. The light heavyweight is the champion. He's he's an awesome champion. He's like unbeaten. That's gonna be, there's two unbeaten guys. That's gonna be an amazing fight. Guys, God, That's gonna be in November. There's heavyweight talent now. There's five or six guys who are mm-hmm. actually pretty decent. There's a few guys in the middle classes, lightweight classes that are really great fighters. It's crazy how big the heavyweights are now, right? Because it used to be they're like... They're 270. Yeah, like, like in their 6'7", six, 6'8", six, you know? Where it's like, and you say to yourself, like, how would like an Ali... I think he was 6'3", Ali. Yeah, like, two you know, 220 maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know? I don't know. I don't know. There's a guy that works out at our gym. He's undefeated heavyweight. He's 10-0, and 11-0. He's from Brooklyn. His nickname's Big Baby. You may have seen him. He's getting on real cards now. Okay. He's like, he's like rerun. He's like six foot eight, fat, big Buddha, like big, fat, thick guy. Mm-hmm. 
but super light on his feet mm -hmm. with a hard punch. And he's not as good as some of these other guys mm -hmm. who are um, ahead of him. Kovalov, Sergey Kovalov. Sergey Kovalov. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be... Kovalov's a beast, Ward and that's Ward, and that's in oh, wow. November or something. Okay. That's going to be the best fight yeah, of the year. And Triple G fought Kel Brook. Kel Brook was undefeated English fighter, mm -hmm. a good fighter. He gave Triple G six decent rounds. Mm -hmm. Apparently, and I didn't know, I saw his eye was a mess. Apparently, he broke, Triple G broke his fucking eye socket in the second round. Yeah. And then by the sixth or seventh round, his, his ring just called it because right, they didn't right. want him to get beaten the shit up. Yeah. He was giving him a fight. Triple G is a beast also. Beast. I mean, I mean such a good fighter. For that size. are so technically good now. And then Lomacha, uh, Lomachenko. Lomachenko is. Oh my God, he's got the best, the best footwork. Best technical fighter. I've best ever technical seen. fighter out there. I like Chocolatito. What's his name? Uh, uh, Chocolatito. Uh, I don't know Chocolatito. He's awesome. He's in Lomachenko's lightweight type class. Okay. Roman Chocolatito. That's a great name. Gonzalez. Roman Gonzalez. Roman Gonzalez. Okay. He just fought the other night. There's some really good fighters. Really good fights happening. I, I just. I enjoy that we talk about it here. I just enjoy the yeah, the yeah. craft and the skill. Simon, my trainer's fighters. Mm -hmm. um, Fred just won his second fight in a knockout. He's two and zero. Nice. Yuri's two and zero, and the other one, they're all well. He's Russian, and the other one is zero and one. He had a tough loss, uh, but it's fun watching those guys. No, I'm sure, man. Especially the, the professionals, right? These are, the guys are like laying it all on the line. Laying it all on the line. So big baby man, is, is he big? Like is huge. Train hard. Yeah. Oh, he does. So it's just like. He, he just looks like, that build? like it's like no no he's just one of those guys like you know like a lineman like a you know mm -hmm. guy who's six foot six and thick and you see oh he has a belly I'm like, right he has a belly but he's right, he's right, fucking right. all muscle but i always take that i'm always like if you got the belly it's like oh you're not training hard enough Nah, it's not no. for some people that's not no nah, he's is. just a humongous guy mm -hmm. we'll see how he advances i mean he's beating everyone up it's like everything's a knockout but you wonder when he hits a guy who's got more skills can he take a punch? That ultimately is what it comes down to for some... Has his chin, baby. Has his chin. And Triple G has a chin. He was getting whacked by Kell Brook and just I've never even really seen it. the guy take a punch. I mean, he's so He good. took punches his last yeah, fight. He? he took punches, yep. And he was like, walk. He felt him. He stepped back a couple of He just kept going forward and pounded right through. Yeah, he and Kovalev. Just, yeah. And Lachenko, too. I mean, yeah. It's funny how the right... Because you thought, like, at one point in time, like, ah. Eh. Russian fighters, like they were like the Cubans, you know, they just had that style that was like so not footwork oriented, you know, no rhythm to it. And now you watch these guys and they're just so smooth. It's so crazy. good, so good. You think there's any truth to the idea that Putin's trying to swing sway our election? I think it's a fair question to ask. Like, why yeah, wouldn't think... he? Why wouldn't he? Right. But who would he prefer? I think that he has a personal animus towards Hillary Clinton. Maybe. And that's what's. Apparently, she pissed him off a couple times where he got irate about it. Mm -hmm. Like, and now I don't think he'd do it just for that reason. I think he's, he'd be thinking, "Who can I? What would I, I be I, thinking? I, Who I mean, can I fucking pull the wool over their eyes?" Would be unreasonable to think he has no interest whatsoever in the election that he's gonna try to do it. Where he's can? releasing emails and behind, do you think they're behind that? Um, they say that. Well, yeah. it's Russian hacker groups yeah. that are behind it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Well, I do well, too. well, apparently, like WikiLeaks and Snowden, like they're all Russian. Like, well, they are. All, I mean, like Snowden WikiLeaks annoys me. It's like I'm all for if you want to go expose stuff, but to be expose stuff only for one side. Yeah, I don't. That get, doesn't. I don't get that. Like, well, like then you're just a political vendetta. Right. If you're going to be a anti-government or a 
or a um, an advocate for transparency, ah, you, you know, just at least they know where you're going. Release everything you capture. Right, like just pulling Colony, you saw Colin email, Colin Powell's emails. <laughs> that poor bastard, right? You know what, though? It kind of made me like him a little bit more. He was just saying how he felt. <laughs> Humanized him. Yeah, I, you know, and the one thing I don't like about Wiggly is like, oh, we have some Hillary Clinton stuff. And obviously I'm not a big Hillary fan, but it's like, and we're going to release that in the coming weeks. Like, Fuck you. Fuck like, you. Like, release it now. Like, what are you, what are you playing games? Yeah, yes, like, yes. You know, yeah, like yeah. This, you know what, what are you waiting for? And, and a lot of stuff, not to get back to that issue with the birth certificate thing, same shit. Like, we found a lot of stuff and we're going to let you know about it when we, when, you know, when we want. Like, it was a lie. No, you found nothing. Yeah, you found nothing. Well, now, if you're telling me you have shit and you're going to release it later, like, yeah, you're lying to me. Like, now that's my presumption. If Trump is not under audit... Mm-hmm. Is the government out of bounds in announcing that they are? I don't think the IRS should be talking about anyone, private citizen. Mm-hmm. But what if someone leaked it? Yeah, yeah. That, there's, that he's not under audit. He's lying no, to you I, all. No, I would think there's no obligation on the IRS to, to officially say he's not some under Some people audit. are trying to, you know, some of the left, you know, the left-wing groups mm-hmm. are trying to, um, they are suing on the Freedom of Information Act right. or whatever. It's for certain things to be released. Yeah, to me that seems like why, that's not a really privacy issue, right? Um, listen, would I want people to know what I want it to be able to be printed in the press that I am under audit? Would, no, if that was wouldn't. standard rule, would I care that much? No, whatever. They're auditing me. You I wouldn't didn't. want people to know that. But if I'm running for president, right? I don't know. I'm okay with that. I think well, you should, you know. Well, and I mean, if and if they're lying, I mean, if they're lying about it. Right. I mean, I guess that's a sort of catch right, too, because right, right. right. It's like, what are they, the arbiter? You know, right. So. Hey, we're just going to tell you when he's not. I mean, because if he wasn't under audit, right, the IRS probably could say he's not under audit. There's no gag of private, you know. Private I don't know. I there. think there probably is. I don't think the he's IRS a, is allowed think, to go I think announce. If he's under audit. Well, they he, certainly he can't, can't reveal can't what's going on. Confirm that he is, but if he's not, well, I, would I don't think. think if, you, by definition, you are if you're willing to I, do I, that. I agree. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's sort of a. Phoenicius's uh, choice, if you will. I actually, um, <laughs> it's a, it's I would say that a person should be more obligated to expose who they're, who they have financial connections to. I don't mean connections, meaning he's my buddy, but if you own a business and you're funded, he is going to have conflicts of interest that are significant. Oh, absolutely. He knows who's investing. He knows where his kids want to go do their next property. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's interesting, the law does not require him to get rid of those. If you were going to be any other position in the government, you have to to, um, sever those ties. I've said from day one, I think he ran for president for business purposes. I don't think he ever thought he was going to I don't to think he thought he was going to get this far either. And, but once he's he, just enjoying once, it now. Now he's like, all getting right, off it, I'll on be it. the president. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, oh, so this is a great way to build the Trump name. If I didn't think that he... I just don't think he's got it all together up top. I don't think this is all calculated. I think he's an unstable guy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if I didn't believe that, I wouldn't have such a big problem with him. If I, I didn't think he was unstable, I'd be like, whatever. What's he really going to do? But I'm like, you know what? There are things he can do that are just would be harmful to our society. Here's, here's, and he'll be able to do them. And I just don't trust that this guy... He is willing to do whatever he wants to do for his own personal gain. I don't believe well, he would ever that's, separate that's that. You say that because what I was going to say is here's the distinction between he and Hillary. I think Hillary's in it for the power. Agreed. I think he's in it for the ego. And okay. I think his I ego 
will be better gratified by being a great president, whatever that means. I get as that. Opposed, so I get that. I think I think the most likely thing, if Trump does get elected, is that he's just gonna. He's just because I want to be a good president because I, I don't want people listen, to hate he's me. He's gonna have people. He's gonna appoint a cabinet, and it's gonna be mixed, and he's gonna listen to. Well, you don't believe? Do you? Well, let me ask it, not stated. Do you believe there's gonna be a wall built? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Do you believe we need a wall? I think we need surveillance. I don't think a wall is the right answer, personally. You know, I I think we need some sort of a boundary mechanism. Do you believe? Do you believe? Well, we don't have it for Canada. Yeah, so make one for Canada too. Yeah. Do you believe that Mexico is going to pay for this wall? No, I do not. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. He's just, you know, what, you know Trump, but, but he'll come out of it saying like, well, we renegotiated this right. part of NASA, and I got this much, and it's right. Get the, I know. That's his. Yeah. I I agree with you. He'll just make up some <laughs> right. justification. The man can never be wrong, never, ever, ever. He just refuses no, to ever he, say he's wrong. I, I can't imagine him ever saying, "I apologize. I was wrong. I'm sorry." I can't about anything. About anything. Well, that's I, I a terrible. That's the shame thing I was talking mm-hmm. about. That's what keeps us from being in that position. That as human beings, we don't want, we know when we're lying to people. Mm-hmm. We feel. And, and that creates discomfort. A, a high level of shame and discomfort <laughs> that, you, that prevents us from ever doing that. Because no, you're right. morally we know it's wrong. Mm-hmm. He does not have that. That man does not possess it. Mm. Anyway, let's not talk about politics anymore. Right, so who's, who's your favorite Tutona girlfriend? I really only... Well, let's see. So I can only na- think... I feel like the two of us in a similar situation. Like there were two... Andrea Linsky and Lori Leipzig are the two. Right. Because I see Lori Leipzig on Facebook now, I'll go with Lori Leipzig. Okay. No right. reason other <laughs> other than that. And she, she, she looks good, Lori. She, like looks, she, exactly she looks exactly like exactly she looks. exactly the same. It's crazy. It is like crazy. Her hair is even the same. Everything. Right? Like she looks feather. the same. Face looks the same. Everything. Yeah. And And you? I'm in a similar. I, I feel like there's Dina and there's Cheryl and there's like. And Amy Lippman, of course, believes <laughs> Amy that there's. Amy Lippman. The Amy Lippman could have been. Who knows? Um, and I feel like with Cheryl, there was more of an actual sort of like. Relationship. Relationship. Like there's a friendship. With <clears throat> Dina, there was more of like a first love thing. So it's like, um, and the Dina dying thing is just like, uh, definitely wrapped it up in like this tragic. Sort right. Of framework. You have a different so, feeling about yeah, her exactly. given the. So I, you know, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I'm going to give them a toss. Toss up? Toss yeah, up. Fair enough. I'm going to give them a toss up. It's so beautiful right now. It's that time you remember, everyone remembers like. This is it. I don't know, maybe it's 5.30. <laughs> no, no, maybe it's like 5, 5.30 or something now. And yeah. the sun's going down. It's yeah. it's going from being warm to a little cool Adam, in the air. Mark, you know what I'm, Johnny, you know you, what I'm talking about. You know what we're saying. <laughs> it's beautiful right. out here. Anyway, let's. Let's wrap up, man. We got we got to prepare some dinner. I think that's the bugle. Mwah. Dude. Good to talk with you. Excellent. This is a good po- right after the podcast, I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Maybe we'll come back for a second. Yeah, we'll give you a little bit at the end. Peace. Yeah,